The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. stars. Welcome. This is Sharita Star. It's the Sharita Star and Power Hour. Thank you for being here. And good day once again. Good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are listening from in the world on Mind Body Spirit FM. It's time to get empowered, dear stars. Welcome to episode eight. And we're really going to dive into some depth today in understanding cycles and timing in 2022's finale forecast and what you need to know. Now, in our last episode, we finished a little three-part series that I put together again in in getting some standard go-to episodes that, that won't uh, have a having to be sort of associated with any any distinct uh, timing in history. And so as we covered how we own our law of attraction in those past three episodes, those will be extremely important to take with us as we move on now to what's going on with current affairs. And this, of course, episode will be a little bit more on a timing is everything understanding as the episode title relates, 2022's finale forecast. So this is at the time of recording, we are looking at the very close of October 2022 and how November and December especially will be playing out. And even in that statement of playing out. How how does it all play out? What I do, and that's why we call it a forecast, always, because there's so many people out there who are just so obsessed with prediction. They're so obsessed with being told how it's going to go instead of taking their own ownership of how this is going to go. And it's probably fair to say most of you understand there is some intensities going on in this world right now. Whether you're sitting in America, whether you're living uh, in England, you're living in Australia, you're living in China, wherever you possibly could be on this planet. Everyone, humanity across the board is, is very, very... Things are lit up like a light bulb if you're really looking around. Now, some people might think there's nothing happening. and Oh, it's just the way the world is. It's the, the world's always crazy. That may or may not be true. <laughs> we always know there's the, that the dynamic of crazy in the world. But how crazy? Um, I think these upcoming cycles are going to be uh, pretty much knock the socks off of what people think crazy is in the first place. So my goal with this episode is, again, in the timestamp that it is of, you know, it's going to be the go-to for people, hopefully, to understand energetically what is forecasted, what is overlapping, what is happening as we close out the finale of 2022. And everything that needs to be, at least have a tap in of the awareness of so that you can prepare and more importantly, you can prepare on a personal level. Because the question with everything I will relate today and the the overlapping of how all of these cycles will be playing out. And we will be obviously crossing over a little bit of conversation into 2023 because a lot of these 
the ways that the cycles are uh, closing off the year, they're entering us into, you know, as I have coined it, delicately opening the door to 2023, uh, because it's it, it's going to be nothing short of, wow, oh, what is going on by the time we enter the new universal year, at least as far as the forecast sees it. Because of the way there's such intensity, and and you know I've been doing this work and 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 looking at forecasts for a couple of decades, and at least on a professional level, and I've never seen anything quite like this, and especially from looking, which I have studied very intensely as well, over these, you know couple of decades, uh, America's birth chart alone and the cycles that this current, this country is currently experiencing because we are an American equally, nothing short of, of completely intense. So we're going to touch upon that today, but overall the way that these cycles are working on a collective level, a humanitarian level is again nothing short of intense. So in how I love and and my mission is to allow people to never compromise living consciously. How are you going to be part of what is going on here in a proactive responsive way? Versus getting caught up in any chaos, dealing with it unconsciously, and just or ignoring what's going on. But uh, but, but the bottom line is, <laughs> I think once we're in December of 2022, if you think you could ignore what's going on, you 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 probably don't have any hope anyway, and you're probably not even listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> Because most people who are listening to this podcast at least understand that there's something to be aware of, and we are under intense times. So um, you, you certainly may be watching people around you uh, have that reactive to what will probably be unfolding in December on multitudes of levels. Um, so we'll get into how this you know, tr- truly is reaching a form of a culmination point. But the bottom line is, how are you meant to serve throughout it? You know, what are you going to be able to do to help move what's going on and not, again, get caught up in the chaos? But how are you going to deal with it consciously? Because it is time for people to respond to what's going on consciously, not unconsciously. And I think humanity needs to deeply understand how unconscious it has been for a very long time, which is why it got where it is and why this, you know, seemingly unprecedented time of healing that is arriving, it is here already but there's just not enough people kind of picking the phone up because it's ringing. It's been ringing for a long time, but some people aren't answering. But I think it's going to get, again, you're not going to be able to ignore how intense this is going to get on a global scale, on an American scale. So... All right, so let's dive in. What's going to be happening? And what's already kind of going on? Because, um, I mean, I think, you know, most people, you know, again, unless you're living under a rock somewhere, (laughs) you know, they, they couldn't disagree that, you know, 2022 has certainly been another intensified year. You know, in this push, push, push that people want this normalcy in life, and I and I deeply respect that. You know, I deeply respect that you want to have a life that you're going to find joy in because that is the point of being here. You know, we're not here to live a life of misery. 
by any stretch of the imagination. And, um, you know, uh, by the way, in the last episode, I, I gave you some soul homework. And it was to lexagram the word journey. Because, you know, we're all here in the human suit. Journey. What does the word journey spell out? Enjoy your joy. Enjoy our joy. We are here in the human experience. No matter what we're doing along the journey, we're supposed to have joy. Not that we can't have, not that we're not going to be exempt from challenges. And and certainly, especially these, these next seven months ahead, will present humanity with the greatest challenges we have ever seen. ever seen. So how are we going to still find joy to enjoy on this journey together? And that is where we're going to dive into never compromising living consciously through these cycles ahead and, and what we need to do to step back to take action. Because if we don't step back first, we're not going to take the proper action. We're going to be too reactive versus responsive. And I cannot stress the difference between those two words and what people will consciously do in these seven months in response to what's going on, not in reaction. Of course, you've heard me talk about that and the Mastering Mercury Retrograde episode, you know, what most people do under a, a, a Mercury Retrograde when they should be reflecting is that they're they're out reacting to everything and they're not responding. And then they get caught up in the Mercury Retrograde conundrums. We're going to talk about a cycle today that if you do that, it is it is an astrological planetary promise. You will be defeated by the cycles coming if you want to just react 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 and not choose to respond this is this is the deepest soul homework i have ever seen humanity be responsible for at this time in history and again sitting from the american perspective as 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 i obviously am and what cycles our country is is involved in uh like i said if if you're if you've joined me on soul certainty community you have uh, gotten hold of the forecast i did for america back in uh july when we celebrated another birthday as a nation and we entered a eight personal year cycle which is themed coined accepting accountability in america that's a huge thing going on right now. But there's a lot of things that are not accepting accountability. But we're 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 only, you know, at this point we're only about a third into the the entire personal year cycle. So we've got through next July to finish it. So there's going to be a lot more things we're going to be watching as a nation, but you, you have the very full detailed oriented timing is everything forecast for America. Again, soul certainty community on Patreon is, is my, uh, where I have all that information. I do make a living at this. So yes, uh, I appreciate these, uh, signing up at the very low cost subscription that it is to support the work. Uh, we're all doing our best in these times to uh, keep the empowerment going. So check that out if that resonates, if you have not done so already. And uh, it's endless what I what, what I do on Soul Certainty. There's 50 million things to constantly be letting everybody know about. So, all right, let's get in to what's cooking with all these cycles. There's five I've kind of grouped it into five different things that are all ongoing simultaneously uh, to close out this year. And and here's the most important thing, aside from, you know, obviously understanding they're going to energetically be in play. 
But what you really personally need to know is how they're affecting you from your chart, your forecast. I have an ongoing special as well right now under my forecasting packages, sharitastar.com. You can find the um, Honoring the Eye of the Storm, at Navigating Autumn 22 and Winter uh, 23. Because you will need your personal empowerment in complete check. And what this timing-wise means for you on a personal level to navigate this the best way possible. No matter what you're going to watch and what you're going to see unfold. What are you personally supposed to be doing? Because no matter what is thrown at any of us from the outside, it's what we can personally do from our place of empowerment that is going to be, and, and you know, there, there's an expression I have picked up in, in the last year. What is your line of sight and what is your sphere of influence? Because there is an intense way, especially here in America, but it's everywhere across the globe that this is going to be critical and quintessential. Your local community has never been more important in your life. What is going on in your local community? Who are your neighbors? Who can you rely upon? All of these things are very, very important right now. As well as, again, staying in your personal empowerment and your forecast is an amazing, valuable tool to be able to grant you all of this energetic pulse on that individualized level. Because collectively, yes, things are going to like really get very intense very, very quickly here. As especially as we have... Um, we we we're, we're in, we're we're already in in it. It's building. It's it's not a culmination point as far as I've seen it yet, but we're we've entered how this is is you know this seven months of critical timing is going to start to unravel. So first thing we've done is we've entered this six. We've got a, a we've got seven. Excuse me. Call, I'm calling it, uh, you can see this on my website as well, the 7 at 16. And this is a seven month of full moons that are going to be held at 16 degrees. Now, why is this important? Every year, the lunar cycles do this, uh, the, the full and new moons. And I, I mean, it, it, it's not always the same exact time every year, but pretty much it falls as we are, you know, entering, at least in the Northern hemisphere, we're entering, we've entered autumn at some point and it starts up during autumn and then it will, most of the time it ceases some point over the winter, but we have this lockup where all the new and the full moons are, they hold the, the, like every month when we have a typical, you know, that ebb and the flow, you've heard me and Pat previous episodes talk about the lunar cycles and, and how all this goes. And so every month they're always moving a degree or two, depending from the last holding point either of alignment on a new moon or on an opposition when it's a full moon but this is the most I have never seen one hold for seven months ever I've never seen full moons lock up for seven months maybe three to four sometimes five seven months that's long for the moon not to get off of a degree point and more importantly the degree point of the 16. Now, 16 in Chaldean numerology represents the shattered citadel. And if you've seen me on social media and, and talking about, uh, you know, showing the graphic, the, the graphic is on my website, you know, you could just check it, check it out. Um, you see an image where there's a tower being struck by lightning. 
and there's a person falling off of it. So this this uh, 16 degrees every full moon, and this started back October 8th. So as of the time of this recording, it's the last full moon that we had. October 9th, excuse me. October 8th was when Pluto turned around. <laughs> October 9th is, uh, there, there was, there, there's so many overlapping cycles. It's like to keep the date straight, you know, it's like, you know, you really gotta, it's even challenging my math geekness that my math nerdiness that I am. Um, I'm like, God, there's so many d- dates to keep track of in, in the way, like everything is just happening simultaneously. It, it, it is a lot to, to keep, you know, kind of keep straight, you know, because there's so much coming at the collective so strongly. So October 9th, opposition in Libra to Aries, 16 degrees full moon. So we're waning every full moon, November, December, January, February, March, to April of 2023 will all hold at this 16 degrees of the sign. So we, we've we've started the pattern in Aries and we're going to go all the way to Libra. So that's seven full moons. All held at this very volatile 16 degrees. 16 is a very challenged energy. It doesn't mean all is is lost and horrific. But the problem with 16 is if you do not understand, it is asking for healing. It is asking for the silent listen. It is asking to slow it down. It is asking to stay in the eye of the storm. Because the chaos around you is enormous. So you've got to know how to discern it. So how I, you know, obviously see this pattern of energy coming in is that, you know, and and again, I'm not telling anybody what to do politically. I'm not telling anybody what to do. This isn't about taking a side and telling you what to do. What you need to do is prepare for things to be very stormy. You need to prepare for things to be very energetically completely offset from any sense of what we believe is a comfort zone or whatever illusion we believe is a comfort zone. And again, it's not just, this is not not just happening in America. These, you know, when it's, when this is happening for seven months, it's happening across the globe. It is a global earth heart connection thing going on. Now, what that 16 also tells us is, is that anybody who has falsely been put on a pedestal is going to fall off. If they're standing on that pedestal and they have lied to people, they're not telling the truth. If they are obviously not acting with accountability, if they're too entitled, if their ego is out of control, they're coming down. That lightning is going to come in energetically and strike them down. That's the energy that this seven-month pattern, and of course, if you've listened to my other episodes or, and thank you if you're just joining us for the first time, when we experience any full moon, we are, we enter a period of release for the two weeks of that month and then it pulls off. And then we get to the next new moon, which is when things align, the sun and the moon are together again and we start a new pulling in and we start planting and initiating. We do this, we ebb and we flow. 12 months out of, you know, each month offers the ebb. There's a period of the month that offers the ebb, a period of month that offers the flow. Or as I like to quote Mr. Miyagi from, uh, from the Karate Kid, we wax on and we wane off. <laughs> wax on on a new moon and we wane off on a full moon. And that's how we, we, we just have a rhythm. So, That's that big pattern. Now, what's going to pull in 
coming up on the next full moon. I'm going to really take take this 16 whoa whoa of the 16 and we're we're going to combo two more things with it. We're going to have a lunar eclipse and we're going to have that lunar eclipse conjunct Uranus retrograde. This is going to be the next one that comes in Taurus again at the time of this recording. So the 8th of November will have not only the full moon at this 16 degree mark, you're going to have the lunar eclipse pairing with it. Now lunar eclipse takes the full moon and intensifies it like way super big. And lunar eclipses extend the natural pulling away the reflection time that that full moon naturally wants. And then it pulls it away for about six months. So you have, depending on where this 16 degrees of Taurus is triggering in your chart, you have a a, a specific area in your life where you're getting a like bang, like, you know what, or as I like to say, a hit. You know, it's hitting up this area of your life. So wherever Taurus is in your life is where you're going to want to pay attention to this. And this is why, you know, um, I've talked about the importance of our forecasts because depending on what your planetary placements are, this 16 degrees is very, you know, most people have something that is going to have a planetary conversation to this. So it's, it's going to be... Having some, hey, what's up? What's going on here? What what do we need to clean up? What's what's cleaning up in in our personal life here? So, um, and of course, I mentioned the date, November eighth. I don't need to tell most people in America what November eighth is. Uh, the energy is going to be astounding, but in how a full moon. And lunar eclipse conjunct the planet of Uranus retrograde, you will have a disturbance. And if you want to reference Star Wars, there will be great disturbances in the Force. However that comes. Uranus is the planet of unpredictable. You can't predict it. You can't predict the outcome. That's key, again, as I mentioned in the beginning. Everybody wanting (laughs) predictions. I just want to know exactly how it's going to go so that I can just, you know, move on. No, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. And by the time November 8th arrives, the unpredictability is blowing all over the place. So we must be prepared for that. Again, anybody telling you exactly how this is going to turn out, I wouldn't even listen. Because they don't have that, they don't have the allowing of seeing how this goes, exactly how it goes. But what we know is, it is rather chaotic. It is reforming. It is trying to take down what already exists. And it's going to change it drastically. It wants complete breaking down of the old in order for something else to show up. Uranus is a planet as well. Is about just making it original and as unique as possible. But it it, it is kind of disturbing. You know, it can be very disruptive. And you combo that with a full moon lunar eclipse where emotions are naturally high to begin with. You know, people's emotions will, I can guarantee you this, if you want a prediction, people's emotions are going to be all over the place if they don't know how to stay grounded. If they haven't done their soul work, if they're not standing in their empowerment, you're going to watch people lose it. We also may, you know, it's plausible. Uranus also rules earthquakes. It rules, you know, just earthly matters like that. So, you know, if we have some earthly disturbances that day, that's plausible. 
and we may have a very serious something going on that day. Um, uh, you know, wherever it casts off in the world, it could be more than one place. So we need to just be prepared again. How are you meant to serve? When there is a lot of chaotic energy around, how are you going to respond to that? And how are you standing in your ability to respond? That I cannot express enough. So you're going to keep watching all of these full moons come in. December 7th. Here's another. We haven't gotten to the uh, Mars retrograde conversation yet, but um, (laughs) the full moon in December will conjunct the Mars retrograde. That's going to be another very, very volatile moment energetically. But, and then then we've got a full moon at the 16 degrees that comes in the first of the year. It's January 6th, January 5th, January 6th. That's going to oppose the Mercury retrograde in play at the time. That's also going to be a very volatile moment. We're going to keep talking about more details of this. And then we still have, after that, we still have February, March, and April. We have three more of these full moon oppositions until the spring. And then by next spring, we enter an eclipse season again. Which will break, finally break this 16 degree holding pattern as that uh, there's a a very powerful uh, lunar eclipse uh, once again on Cinco de Mayo in 2023. And that, but that moves, that has the, the pattern at that point, the holding, the opposition point is at 14 degrees of will be Scorpio at the time. So speaking of Scorpio. The next things you need to know about is how this eclipse season is affecting you personally. So you have, uh, we have a solar eclipse coming in the 25th of October that is in Scorpio. So that's coming up uh, at, again at the time of the recording. It's coming up next week. And then we've talked about the lunar eclipse that pairs it on November 8th. So knowing where these points are coming in, that's the balance between Scorpio and Taurus that these eclipses are pulling in. So, so, so this is, Again, important to understand how is it personally affecting your natal chart, you know, and especially if you are in a two personal year cycle, for example, uh, which is very lunar guided uh, for the whole year, these eclipses are even more significant for your chart. And, you know, because you're in a lunar guided personal year cycle. And if you, again, if you're hopping on board, you can learn more about those in previous episodes and, um, and how everything works. I have, you know, all all the back end is the go-to episode. So be sure to check out the previous episodes we have already put into place. So now we're going to move on to Mars retrograde and We did touch upon Mars retrograde when we did our Mastering Mercury Retrograde episode. Again, all the the standard rules of thumb are all laid out. But what we have coming in five days after our solar eclipse in Scorpio on the 25th of October, that's going to be a very transformative Eclipse, by the way, because it's coming from the sign of transformation, regeneration, death, rebirth, all that good stuff. So that's going to pull in for six months quite, quite a lot for the planet. Big time. Again, what's it doing for you is is how you're going to maintain your line of sight and sphere of influence in the seven months ahead. But Mars retrograde five days later on the 30th of October is going to start retrograding in Gemini. Now, this will be something I'll be having on my Soul Certainty community. So be sure again to hop on board on there on Patreon. I will be doing a workshop coming up 
and we'll also have that available on my regular e-learning, but I, I'll be doing things kind of special from the Soul Certainty community as well. And uh, let you know the play-by-play of this entire Mars retrograde. There's so many details to how this 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 cycle of reflection is going to be working. Um, it, it's going to be really, really, truly important to understand how is this cycle affecting your personal life. Um, what is going on? You know, where does Gemini sit for you in your natal birth chart? How does this time frame again? It starts the 30th of October. It will take us as well over into the new year. It will not stop retrograding until the 12th of January of 2023. So if you're looking at a Mars retrograde, what you're doing is, and again, go back to mastering Mercury retrograde. I touch upon some, you know, key points of what the cycle is about. I also, um, again, shuritastar.com, check out. You'll see on the sidebar, right side, that there'll be a direct link. You can go hit it up and, and find out more about Mars retrograde, this particular one in Gemini and just how to navigate it accordingly. But this is a cycle that takes the energy of what a Mercury retrograde will do and be asking for us in a reflective nature, and it kind of amplifies it by 10. Because Mars is a much feistier planet (laughs) than Mercury is. Mercury is, you know, all associated with communications, thinking, mentality, movement, traveling, all of these things. But Mars is a little bit different. Mars is how we take action. It's how we're motivated. And what is our ultimate desire? So with that understanding when you're looking at Mars and you're looking at a Mercury retrograde, they're both asking for this reflection wherever, whatever sign they're in or plausible signs. Sometimes they do that, but this one is only going to happen in Gemini from the 30th of October through the 12th of January in 23. Now, again, with Mars taking, and Mars is just, you know, he's the planet of war. He's the planet of aggression, penetration. But how I say, if we're going to never compromise living consciously and stand in our truth and our personal empowerment, then we are going to respond to this cycle of reflection with courage. We are going to be a warrior throughout this cycle. And now we need to be a warrior all the time these days, I think. But when Mars is is getting into retrograde activity, and we've been under the shadow of, uh, uh, sorry, the approach to this Mars retrograde since the 3rd of September. Now remember, we had the, the Mercury retrograde back um, September 9th that took us through early October. But that whole entire time, we were under the approach to the Mars retrograde as well. So, you know, that last one that we had from Mercury was rather like, oh, <laughs> you know, there was a lot of stuff that happened in September um, that was energetically a little bubbly. But it's nothing like we're going to be watching. Um, and what's going to make this particular Mars retrograde a little extra offset? is the fact that it's retrograding in the sign of Gemini that is guided by Mercury in the first place. So, you know, when I take that expression and I say, hey, you know, you've got like Mars's energy under retrograde takes what Mercury does and amplifies it by 10. When you've got Mars retrograding in the sign that guides thinking, communication, mentality, the sense of the split, why we seem divided, etc. Movement, traveling, any exchange of information, ideas, 
the internet, you know, how all of this stuff circulates, it's going to be, things are going to be wonky. They're not going to be working extremely well. So you're going to want to be, again, very aware of how you're saying things, what you're saying, um, you know, people's anger under a Mars retrograde gets just triggered 10 times more easily if they have no consciousness going into the cycle. They have no idea. People are extra triggered when it's, when it's a Mars retrograde tenfold. And because this is happening in the sign that rules mentality thinking, the way we speak, the way we formulate ideas, the way we communicate, it's going to be a true time where you've just got to watch with ultimate awareness. Because you're going to watch people get real ugly. And I will just make a point of reference. We were under a Mars retrograde to give you some context. So we were under a Mars retrograde in September through mid-October of 2020. That was in the sign of Aries back in 2020. But if you remember what we did in 2020, we had an election in 2020. And again, referring to America. But what are we doing? Because Mars turns retrograde on the 30th of October and it will not end until the 12th of January of 23. So guess what we're doing again on November 8th? We're going to have another one under a Mars retrograde. And again, I'm not here to tell you what to believe about it, but we all know controversy to this day surrounds what happened back in 2020. So if you, if anybody's out there thinking this is going to be a smooth and, and, and seamless and hassle-free, drama-free election day, with the way that lunar eclipse is conjuncting Uranus, um, I think people just need to take a step back and and understand consciously what is going on here, uh, because the energy of the day is 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 just not set up for that. So, it's a proceed with caution kind of time. It's not a time to necessarily go hide under a rock. But it is time to really, really, really put your lenses of awareness on and, 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 and be ready for anything because that's the, kind of, uh, that's the kind of volatility that day has. So take that into consideration. Now, as all of this is going on, we work with this Mars retrograde in Gemini is starting to retrograde and throughout the middle of November is in a squaring off energy to Neptune retrograde, which is causing another angle of tension. Any square in the Zodiac grants you, again, for the unaware, if you're consciously using a square energy, you are building a foundation. But if you're unconsciously not paying any attention, you're going to get caught up in the tension and the conflict and the cornering and the stagnation that it brings in. So we need to be very cautious about that. That'll be going on over the opening doors of this Mars turning turning retrograde in Gemini and then how things will unfold, you know, during election time and how we keep going along. So... Again, it's a lot of tense things going on, big time. Now, so you, you again, want to know, where is this Mars retrograde happening in my life? Where do I need to reorient my desires? Where am I reorienting how I'm taking action? And anything that we implement under a Mars retrograde, much like a Mercury, we are, it doesn't have a lot of sticking power once the shadow gets going. 
what we notice is that it it kind of falls flat. The fire is out of it. It, it does not have the same momentum that it started with. It's very similar to how the Mercury retrogrades work. Most of what we start or implement under a, a Mercury retrograde, it doesn't last for very long. It has to be fixed. It, it It's like plopping something in a very sandy foundation. So, you know, again, we need to be careful. What we are implementing um, under this Mars retrograde, and again, believing we're fixing anything is is even more of the important part here, especially on election day. So now, what's going on in particular with America? And then I'm going to cover one last cycle that you're going to want to be very aware of uh, that overlaps as we're closing 22 and opening the first few weeks of 23. Again, everything's on. It's just on. <laughs> They've turned the switch on. <laughs> so America, and this is pulling in just as we close October and crossing us over into January of 23. We we have two simultaneous things happening. And uh, as you will hear me talk about covering America's forecast. Uh, uh, America is also deeply involved in this Mars retrograde because it is also going to have a Mars return three times under this Mars in Gemini journey. (laughs) Backwards and forwards and backwards again and and forwards and backwards and forwards again. It's going to get the natal Mars of the country of America's chart gets hit three times under that cycle. That's very quintessential to understand as well. Again, all that's on my soul certainty from the, the America's forecast for um, this, this, this eight personal year we're in. What else is going on aside from all that is that the intensities of two other outer planets that are transiting in the country's chart One in an opposition from Neptune. So America has a Neptune opposition to its natal Neptune currently. This has been going on all year. But it, it, because again, you know, when we're looking at both Neptune and Pluto, and again, refer back to other episodes, we talk all about how transits work, how long it takes any planet to do anything. So when we're looking at planets like Neptune and Pluto, we have uh they're they're very slow moving because they're very far out, you know, obviously. They're not an inner planet like Mars and Mercury and Venus, and we get to see our moon and so on and so forth. So these when these these oppositions and conjunctions were in a Pluto return for the country right now, this is all from 2021 to 2024 is when that will be actually complete. But we're really in the intensity of this Pluto return this year in 2022 is is when we're getting the three direct hits of it. We've had two already and we're going to have one more. And in the midst of all of that going on, there's a Neptune opposition in play for the nation. So, and this is happening for America from its the natal Neptune of America sits in its belief systems, where we hold our personal truth as a nation, how we formulate beliefs. We have the planet of plausible illusion that that guides all that, <laughs> which is why people get a little twisted up here in America and and people don't know because they don't look. They're kind of like, all right, well, I'm, I'm too busy being distracted by this. And and Neptune knows how to distract instead of um, get you to focus, depending on, on how, again, conscious you're, you're choosing to be. So we have 
that's what what is happening with the Neptune opposition is that it's the, the the current Neptune transit is sitting in America's communications, receiving of information, how we per how we are taking in our ideas, how are we formulating our thinking and mentality as a country, and it's in direct opposition to what the truth is and to what we believe. It's why everything is so stirred up and everything is like it has to be vetted. Because we don't know what the actual, we've, we've got to do a little bit more research to know what the truth is. This opposition has not happened in this country's chart since, the, since 1860. Now, if you know your history, you know what was happening shortly after 1860. What are we, be, what, what are we being done? What, what has already happened in this country? It's the divide and conquer has already worked. We've, it's been, I mean, this is a global thing too, but America has been pinned against itself once again with the energy of this cycle in play. So now it's up to our consciousness to stand in our line of sight and sphere of influence and help heal the situation. So that's a, a very strong part of this energy. Now, at least on a taking accountability in America as a citizen to help and not hinder it any longer. But this exact pulls in once again on the 29th of October, and it does not lift until the 7th of January. So it's the holding of Neptune to being in completely direct opposition to it, to the natal, spans from you know, all throughout, you know, last couple days of October, all throughout November, all throughout December, and the first week of January. Neptune will stick, Neptune is retrograde right now, and it will station and turn direct on December 3rd. So from the 27th of November through December 10th, that hold in direct opposition is the strongest of this Neptune opposition. So that's Another, that time frame is very delicate. Let's put it that way. And that's very shortly after Thanksgiving. Now, the next thing that comes in is all going on the same time. Pluto is turned around. We had, and again, go to sharitastar.com. You will see all the information you need to know about. Uh, it, it says near-death experience to rebirth for America. Understanding of Pluto return 2021 to 24. There's all sorts of interviews and different things I've done about the Pluto return for America. So we're getting direct hit three of this. This is the first time this has ever happened in America, by the way. You know, the Neptune opposition, we've we've experienced that as 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 a existing nation before, but we've never had Pluto because it just was impossible mathematically due to the time. It's it, This is the first time we've had a Pluto return as a country ever, ever in this entire existence of America since July 4th of 1776. So this is why the country is also going through this very strong, again, the coining theme of it is near death to rebirth. So everything that this country needs to change. And the Pluto in the country's chart is in what we say I have. It is in the country's value system. It is in the financial system of the country. Anything established, traditional, what has worked, all of that is is all being revamped. It is being whatever doesn't need to stand anymore because it's not accountable or the power has been abused. It is a guarantee this Pluto return will get rid of it in a near-death experience so that we can allow rebirth to happen. So the, again, what we value as a nation, all of these things are possessions, what we own. It is why we're watching the inflation happening uh, for one reason, but that can't stay forever, right? So the, there's a breaking point. There's a culmination point that will you know unfold here. So the next time that we get, we, we had when the Ukraine situation burst open in late February, we were under direct hit one of this Pluto return. 
when the Supreme Court uh, took away uh, the abortion on a national level, that was direct hit too, under Pluto being retrograde at the time. And now we're going to have direct hit three coming of this Pluto return now that it's that Pluto has turned direct once again. And this will pull in from December 9th through the 11th of January of 2023 as well. So now you're starting to see how many times have I talked about December to January of all of these dates, these things happening simultaneously. This, like I said, I've never seen such intense things clicking at the same time. Um, and for America, this is quintessentially important to understand. The exact of this Pluto return will be over the 28th to the 29th of December. So in the midst of that 9th of December through the 11th of January, it, the, the intensity, the, the exact hit moment is the 28th to 29th of December. So that is when we are going to probably see some form, I don't want to say of a grinding halt, but things are going to be so utterly intense in this country supply-wise, value-wise, things we touch, feel, tangible, tangible. There's a lot going on. So again, you need to know how to be prepared for this on your own level. However it is that you need to be prepared. Now, the last thing, because I've I, I I could keep talking forever, but um, that's why you're going to join me on Soul Certainty and um, work with uh, your personal forecast at SharitaStar.com. Last thing we're going to do before we get into this is, uh, before we close off today, is the Mercury retrograde is the last thing that comes in 29th of December, crosses us over into the new year, will not lift until the 18th of January. This also is going to be in the same area that the Pluto return is happening in America's chart. So you also want to know where is Capricorn in your chart and where is this Mercury retrograde coming in? Remember, the Mars retrograde is also still going on. So you're going to have a lot of things, once again, happening very, very, very simultaneously. So it's, it's again, it's, it's so much going on at the same time. You got that seven month chunk of the full moons coming in and what we're doing through spring of 2023 is nothing short of incredulous as, as a nation. So I want you dear stars, to be super prepared for what's going on because it's extremely important. And you've got to know your personal forecast for this so that you can serve this time to the very, very best of your ability. If you... Do not know how to work with, especially these next next seven months, in never compromising living consciously. It is not going to be a fun ride. It will be a very, very bumpy one. And we really, really want to be here to serve the best that we possibly can right now. Once again, I thank you for being here. And I thank you for taking a silent listen to the Sharita Star and Power Hour. Until next time, this is Sharita Star from Mind Body Spirit FM. Never compromise, living consciously. Namaste, dear stars.
Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.